Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 603, recorded live on Saturday, July 27th, 2019. And here are your hosts, the man who is back in Wisconsin this week, Dave Play. Hey! And the man who is still in Michigan, Andy Lowe. Hi. I was in Michigan last week. You were. I saw you with my own eyes. No. Fake news. <laughs> that was your that was your evil twin? Because he had the you know do the you, goatee. Do you know how many people I know who are like, you look just like it is a dead reckoning for this other guy and I'm like I shit. There there's clones. <laughs> there's just there's gotta be clones. I've I've been told this so many times by so many different people. Either there's just one other guy out there who looks exactly like me, who travels a lot and is, like, very friendly and knows a lot of people, or there's clones. Or, you know, I just got that face. But in any case, you didn't see me. That's a lie. No, I think I did see you. No, um, I don't think... I think that was someone else. It was really awesome. I loved being at the cabin and just hanging out on the coast, and yeah, it was so fun out there. And playing Harry Potter with you and Kate. Mm-hmm. Hanging out, not on the beach, because there was no beach. There was no beach. <laughs> there there was water and rock. <laughs> there was nothing. There was, there was water and rock, and that was pretty much it. Yep. Yeah. But it was fun. And there was Mancino's. There's only one Mancino's trip that year, this year. Yep. Granted, I, I got two sandwiches and ate them both, and then, yeah. I forgot my leftovers in the fridge. <gasps> oh, no. I know. We were down like, by, like... The fridge up there? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we were we were already, I think, just past Ludington. And I realized like, that they were, they were still in the fridge. Yep. And I'm just like, I'm not going to drive an extra hour just to grab a sandwich and a pizza. Yep, yep. And your brother is there, like, this weekend was that right i don't know like someone has to go in there and get that sandwich out of the free uh, the fridge because otherwise it's gonna be really nasty yeah i gotta i i gotta call them up and check about that <laughs> it's still there i don't know andy <laughs> i know that could be really gross i know yes i know yes please take care of that yes yeah, no, that's, that's, so why are we, we're, we're, I know why we're recording, we're, because I asked for us to record on Saturday, and early on Saturday. Yes. Because this is the earliest we've recorded in a long time. That is correct, sir. 9.45 local time mm-hmm. for me. So, Pathfinder 2nd Edition is coming out. 2nd Edition? Yep. They they announced it a year and a half ago. They put out the preview at Gen Con last year, and they are releasing it at Gen Con this year. Oh yeah, that's come. That is right now, isn't it? Uh, it's either this weekend or next. Mm. But second edition's coming out, and my my good friend, who his dream job is to be a professional GM. Uh, would would like to have people come over and learn how to play Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Which um, is, is going to be an all-day thing. 
like all day thing. Okay. So that's tomorrow. And it starts at like nine o'clock in the morning and we'll just go all day. So that's why we're we're recording on, on Saturday. Yes. So I can go play Pathfinder and learn how to play Pathfinder second edition. The new Pathfinder. It looks really cool. I read the first part of the book and, and started learning some of the, the core mechanics and rules. And they did a lot of things that simplified it. And there's a lot of, like, D&D 4th edition, but better. If you think of how Pathfinder was D&D 3rd edition, but better. Well, this is D&D 4th edition, but better. Isn't, aren't, isn't D&D up to... D&D's on f- uh, 5e, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll... <laughs> I I haven't touched that in a. I think the last time I did that was a few years ago. Pathfinder. Yeah. Yeah. Where I made Herc. That, Herc. Herc. The orc was barbarian. That after who, you you wanted to run Pathfinder. Yeah that that always fails. Yeah, I was sad. I'm I sorry. Found, like my old my old stuff for it. I was going through my Google Drive and just clearing out some stuff, and I'm like, what the heck? Oh, this is the character I made for Andy's game. Yeah. And how big is my Google? Storage, 16.4 gigabytes used. Out of 202 gigabytes? Oh, okay, yes, because we, we did the Google family stuff. Ah. So that's okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, I, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where it's, you know, I... I have ideas, it's just my implementation is something that I always need to work on. If somebody else, you know, gives me the thing, then I can probably implement it, but, you know, forcing forcing myself to implement it is... If, when you say implement, you mean, like, doing the world building and the, the story, or what? No, I have the story, it was just the actual, you know... Mechanics? Yes. Ah. So you had a story, you had a world built... Yes. You had a thing to, to bring the players through and for the players to interact with. You just didn't want to actually do the the menial tasks of, like, adjudicating things. Yes, it was the scheduling of it. The, you know, I can make a plan and go, okay, I need to do bing, 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 bing. And then when the day shows up, I do bing, bing, oh. bing. That's that's not good. No. It's the self-motivation aspect of it. Uh, I see. I mean, I've, I've kind of given up on it at this point of, of that ever happening. Although it's interesting that you're, you're saying you are the one with the scheduling issue when I'm the one that is like, yeah, we'll record sometime. Well, yeah, it's it's a weird, you know, some things it's it's very hit and miss with me. OK, the pa- the, the podcast is a uh, hit. Definitely. Yes. OK, Ish. that's good. Ish. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> well the the up the the time to work on it. That's the the hard part at the moment. Uh huh. Getting the time to actually sit down and actually run through all of the audio editing and yeah such. Because we still have a lot of manual steps in the audio editing process. That is correct. Hold on, I'm sitting here. My chair arm broke. <laughs> I'm trying to Sorry. I'm trying to tighten Sorry. it down with the uh, with the IKEA Allen wrench here. Yeah, and it it broke. It got loose, and this Allen wrench for some reason doesn't seem to really want to fit. Is the chair from IKEA? Yes, the chair is from IKEA. 
Which is really funny. If you look at my chair and you look at Kate's chair, you'd look at the chairs and think, hey, these are exactly the same chair. But they are not. They are actually two separate um, manufacturing numbers and two different names. But they're otherwise the same chair. Yeah, they pretty much are otherwise the same chair. They have like, you know, the same stitching organization and all that other fun stuff. But they are actually two separate chairs because I liked Kate's chair. So I went to Ikea and I'm like, yes, I'd like this chair. And they looked it up in their system. They're like, we don't have that chair anymore. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, no. Where are your office chairs? And so they lead me over to the office chairs. And I'm like, "Um," I point to a chair over there. And I'm like, that's the chair. And she looks at him like, nope, that's not the chair. It's a different, you know, ID number. And I'm like, but but that's the chair. But that's the chair. <laughs> like, that's literally the chair. All right. I think I got it secured enough for right now. OK. It's a little sad that they actually have a place to store the uh, Allen wrench in the chair <laughs> in case you need it again in the future. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, did I use that instead? Are oh my we, god, that works so much better. On the chair? Are we still working on the chair? I I was trying to zip up the chair, and all of a sudden I had a um, uh, Allen head bit randomly fall out. And it's in the chair, because it's the exact fit. Just after you finish saying, it's nice that they give you a place to store this in the chair, you found something stored in the chair. Yes. That was a bit that I put in there. I I don't know what to say, Andy. Uh, how about topics? Fortnite has a 30, $30 million prize purse in their tournament. Oh my gosh. Yeah, $30 million. Oh, Fortnite. Oh, Fortnite. <clears throat> I was actually listening to the uh, communicators... Um, one of the C-SPAN podcasts I listened to, and one of the guys was talking about, you know, his kids, and he's like, yeah, you know, I'd love it if, because he's a congressman, he's like, you know, I'd love it if we actually passed red legislation to help control my kids playing the amount of Fortnite that they're doing. <laughs> no, you don't want that. You just want to be a better parent. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I told you about my, my two nephews, right? When I was out in Michigan at that uh, the cabin with my, my in-laws. Mm-hmm. And how, like, it's two very different parenting styles. One of them, screens are a very rare treat, like a, a thing to have. Uh, it's something you get, like, for a limited time per day. It's something that, like, you get right before bed. Um, and that's it. The other one is, like, both my kids have their own iPad, and they have it with them all day. And whenever I'm tired of dealing with them, I use the iPad as a device to distract them. Yeah, that was fun to watch when those two kids got together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. It's parenting styles are different, just like every kid is different. Yeah. So, anyway. Topics. Yes. Fortnite is, is a very profitable thing, evidently. I don't doubt it. I'm just <clears throat> surprised by it. Well, not really surprised by are, it. Are you really surprised? No, because did you did you did we talk about this topic where uh, a bunch of kids uh, were asked um, what they want to be when they grow YouTube up? YouTube stars. Yep. They want to be YouTube stars because of course they do. 
Is yes, that's really what we want to have our kids strive to be. I mean, is is that any different than saying like I want to be a movie star? No. I wonder if there's a there's a there's got to be a thing out there which you know could show you you know YouTube videos that have zero views or you know um, Twitch streams that have nobody watching. And then just go hang out there? No, just start to list how many, how many oh, of them so are out there. so that people can understand, like, not everyone gets this. Yes, because, yes, there are a lot of things out there that are uh, not really... Well, I wonder. Uh, let's see, what would I... Active Twitch streams with zero viewers. Not zero veins, zero viewers. Uh, when to give up? I donated to Twitch streamers with zero viewers. Help make their day. Lonely streams. <clears throat> Simple website that aggregates and displays Twitch streams with zero viewers. There's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you just go to lonelystreams.com, it picks a random stream with zero viewers. <laughs> <clears throat> I've been on there once, which is to say I've streamed on Twitch and had zero viewers. <clears throat> I don't remember why I was streaming on Twitch. I think because a friend wanted to watch what I was doing, and then they had to go, and I'm like, well, I'm already here. Weird. Why are you showing me a Boston Dynamics video from one year ago? That's, I don't know. Why are you looking at places that have videos? We're supposed to be talking. Yes, I suppose that would be true. Come on. I added some things to my watch later command, though, so. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, but we're we're supposed to be, like, topicking. Uh, Starship... Star Hopper. Is that what they're calling it now? Yeah. Well, that's that's the nickname for the the test setup that they've got. Ah. But it's it's, it's for Starship. Yes. Cuz Starship is the name of the BFR. Yes. But this one is this yeah. The Elon Musk is an, a 5-year-old. Um okay, so what happened with Star Hopper? Well, Star Star Hopper was having an earlier attempt and uh they aborted basically right before takeoff. Like, last possible moment? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and then they did it? They, yeah. I mean, they've... Okay. Uh, late Thursday, uh, Starhopper... Because it's got a single Raptor engine underneath. The BFR mm-hmm. is going to have, like, a dozen of them. Or the... Sorry. <laughs> the, the Starship is going to have, I think, like, a dozen of the Raptor engines. But they just want to, you know, test with one first. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they, they did an untethered test, so it, it lit the engine, basically flew up, hovered a little bit, and, and then, then came back down. went back down, and then accidentally set the, <laughs> the prairie on fire. What? Oops. Yeah, what was, that was, that was, I looked up the, you know, I looked up the news, and, yeah, um, let's see, SpaceX, where's the thing there, it's, it's set the prairie around it on fire and then the Oops. fire people came in but they didn't get it all the way out and some of the embers relit and so it burned some more of the prairie and it's just like oh that's not uh yeah wow, spacex is, launch of an experimental pretty. rocket ship set fire to about 100 acres of wildlife refuge in south texas oops i mean it's a prairie so like it was supposed to burn over time yes but oops Nothing like Jeez. accidentally setting fire to a wildlife refuge. Yeah. I'm just scrolling through the pictures of this thing. It is, that is a lot of power. 
Yep. So this is this is like the next milestone for the BFR is this test. Now they need to scale it up. They need to try and fire 12 of them at once. Uh, yes. What's the next? They said what the next step was going to be in one of the topics I was looking at. I would like a tranche of the BFR. Uh, 200 meter hop in a week or two. Yep. So it's, it's actually you know, going to go way up there now. Oh, first stage, second stage, Starship. Jeez. In September 2018, SpaceX announced they signed a contract to fly a group of private passengers around the moon. Aboard yes, Starship. Uh, hashtag dear moon. Yep. Because that will... <laughs> that can't go wrong. It's right? A bunch of non-technical people in a starship and... Well, granted, they could just... Re- outside of, you know, having some sort of uh, remote control failure. Shouldn't be too bad. I mean, let's let's just... Be clear, it's a bunch of people who are paying for it. They understand the risk. At least I hope they understand the risk. Apollo 13 should be required viewing before they start this uh, this this trip. Be like, just so you know, like, shit happens. And if you're out there, we can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dave, you want to bid on a school bus? Not really. <laughs> Why? Um... So I, I subscribed to an email from one of those uh, local surplus auction sites. Yeah. And I got an email saying that the Fitzgerald Public Schools is having a surplus auction. I got alerted to it because they have a bunch of computers. But yeah. the first uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. School first, buses. First eight items on the list are school buses. I'm good. I'm I'm good. I do not need a school bus. I don't know many people who do. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to because uh, buyer is responsible for uh, removal of items from there. So you would have to go and get your CDL first. <laughs> Just you can actually <laughs> rem- drive the school bus off the lot. Sorry, uh, that was that was just an odd thing where it's like you know suddenly got I, the email I don't know where up. to go from there. <laughs> school bus. Like what? I just I don't know. Okay. Okay, focus, Andy. Focus. Let's come. I know it's early. I know we're tired. Let's let's. Uh, um, Harry there Potter was a, Wizards United. Oh, I was going to I was going to keep po- going with the space news. Oh, there's more spaces. Yes. Well, but I wanted to talk about Harry Potter. But but did you know that a giant asteroid whizzed by us? Um, yeah. Within forty five thousand miles. Yeah, I knew about that like a month ago. No, no, no. There was a there was one that we just found out about. Oh shit! They never got my message. They discovered this asteroid a few days ago. I Yes, I'm, I am joking, Andy. Okay. <laughs> Saying that I knew about this months ago and that I had sent the Astronomy Council's messages about it. I believe that's the plot of Deep Impact. Oh, there was. Oh, I started reading a ebook. I forgot what it was, but it, it was something where... Something whizzed by us and caused everything in the solar system to start going out of whack. It was like some sort of uh, black hole or something. It was it was something weird. If if you get a like rogue traveling star or black hole, if it's a star, you're gonna know about it, and it's gonna like you know be a star. Yeah, bad shit's gonna happen. If it's a black uh, hole, it's, it's kind of hard. Black to... hole that's traveling that is moving. Um, you you may not know about it 
until well after it's passed through, at which point, like, yeah, uh, it could absolutely, depending on where it passes through, it could just throw all the orbits way out. Yeah. Yeah, there was it was an ebook that I it was an ebook series. I read the first book and I'm like, I Yeah, usually they're they're like disaster series cuz like all of a sudden the earth is moving away from the sun and no one knows why. Yeah. I tried reading it and I'm like this one it it's an in- interesting premise, but the actual writing of it was not good. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, they we discovered a asteroid a couple of days ago. Um Flew within... Just missed us. Just missed us, 45,000 miles. That is closer than us and the moon. Um, How much closer than the moon? Like, percentage-wise, from here to the moon, well, let's where see. was Earth that? Earth to moon distance. Earth to the moon, 238,000... Basically, 239,000 miles. And this was... 45,000 so it was a fifth of the way to the moon. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's in the scale of like the universe. That's really close. Yes. Or as one astronomer said, uncomfortably close. Like close enough that we just changed its trajectory. Yes. Right. Like close enough that it, it actually would have been in Earth's gravity well. How tall is Earth's atmosphere? Not 49,000 miles. There is no definite boundary between atmosphere and outer space. Right. Commonly accepted is... 100 kilometers. So not 49,000 miles. No. Okay. Were you about to see, like, did it hit the atmosphere? Well, no, I, I didn't know how, you know, I knew there was an atmosphere above the Earth. I just didn't know how tall above the Earth it was. Not very. No, that's what it seems. Also, the moon is really, really, really far away. Yes. In the grand scheme of space, it's close. But yes. In any meaningful scale to humans, it, it is not. It is not. It is, in fact, very, very far away. Yes. Just in case you're wondering, the International Space Station is at 410 kilometers at its highest point. This was 49,000 miles? Yes, 45,000. 73,000 kilometers. Yeah. So, again, like, it was close, but not actually. Mm Mm-hmm. So, did you also know... It's definitely very hard to hit something in space. Yes. Did you know, though, we actually got hit by an asteroid, uh... When yeah, was it? a meteor landed in, in like, an, an Indian rice field or something like that. Uh, yes, there was that one, football-sized meteor, on Monday. But there was also another uh, asteroid that burned up in the atmosphere just south of Puerto Rico. That happened on the uh, Saturday, June 22nd. Okay, so pretty close. So, yeah, the... Uh, like, to now? Yeah. So there's been three asteroid stuff there. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, people only discover I mean, it hours we, or days get, beforehand. Right, but like we get hit by uh, by asteroids all the time. No, I guess so. There's probably a stat out there somewhere. I don't have it. I don't have it either. I'm not gonna go find it. No, nope, I'm, I'm lazy. Good. I'm good. Also. I'm a lazy millennial. I don't need to do that. Did you know that millennials don't have a work ethic, Andy, and that's why none of us want to work really crappy jobs. You mean really crappy jobs for really low pay? <clears throat> yeah. What? When, when, we, when we went to the beach at the cabin and Kat and Laura got in the water, 
I sat on the beach and chatted with these very nice women who had some very strong opinions about young people. Oh, did you guys go down to the public access near us or all the way down to the beach? All the way down to the beach. Okay. Because the public access near you had no beach. Actual beach. Yep. So we went down to the, the actual beach, like the the little strip of sand that you have to go past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evidently, uh, young people have no work ethic. And it's the boomer's fault. These, these were two Gen Xers. They were at, like, the, the edge of Gen X. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, it's the boomer's fault, but millennials have no work ethic. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm on vacation. I'm not supposed to... <laughs> Not and supposed I, to I, have a work ethic I, on vacation. Well, I had, to, I had to work with them and talk and be like, well, look, I mean, would, you know, when when you went to college and you did this, like you got out of college and you got a job that paid X amount of money and it, you paid off college with that. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, okay, well, I have friends who graduated 10 years ago and they're still paying off their student loans. And it's not like they are getting, you know, minimum wage job. And they're like, oh, well, but... I'm like, no, no, but... People, yeah, of course, but... And then I had to go into, like, the universal basic income stuff of, like, well, look, I mean, let's let's even take for a moment, let me grant you, hypothetically, you are right. And there are people who don't have a work ethic, and for some reason, more millennials have that than, say, Gen Xers or boomers. Why should we make them work? Like, if we have enough people to do the work that needs to get done, who want to work, who have that work ethic, which we should probably rebrand that because there's nothing ethical about it, uh, why should we force other people to work if they don't want to? They, they didn't have a good response to that. No. Like, well, it teaches you. It like, no, it doesn't. I can teach you manners and responsibility. Going to work has nothing to do with that. They didn't want to listen. <laughs> what? Every time I think about arguing with some people that I don't think are going to listen, I I watched that um the episode of Adam ruins everything where uh Emily ruins Conspiracy Adam. Theorist. No, no, Emily ruins. Oh, where Emily ruins, ruins Adam? Yeah, yeah. Because that last section is is good. Uh, I have seen it, but you will have to remind me. The uh, the the section where she talks about how you know trying to change people's minds might actually just reinforce. Oh yeah, their yeah. their own belief. Yeah, that boxing the, ring section is a good one. Yep, yep. I don't know what the answer is though. Like, can't just. You know what the really? I think be. the really the answer needs to be is better education of our Early. children. Yep. Which <sighs> I can segue off of that because whoa, three school districts. Yeah. In northern Louisiana, got attacked Uh-oh. by ransomware. Yeah. Okay. And now the That's Louisiana, a very different segue than I thought you were going to do. The Louisiana governor has activated a statewide state of emergency in response to the wave of ransomware infections. Okay. What does the state of emergency entitle him to do? Uh, it, it activated additional state resources to help with... Um, the schools that got infected. Yes. You know, all this stuff about, like, vaccinating your kids before sending them to work, maybe we need to, like... Teach teachers about <laughs> ransomware. <laughs> Why? Why did they target a school? That's terrible. 
Golf course neighbor Florida here could have used a state of emergency declaration last month as well as three municipalities were hit by ransomware. Riviera Beach paid $600,000. Lake City paid $500,000. That's why they target them because they pay up because it's Key Biscayne recovered from backups. There's your answer right there. Yay, back. Well, but Andy, hang on. Yes, I know. How how much money do you think that Key Biscayne has paid for those backups and the staff to maintain those backups? Over the lifetime of the backups, probably. More than or less than $500,000. If they've kept them for longer than 10 years, my guess is they've paid more than $500,000 for the backups. Oh, if it's more than 10 years, I hope they have, because otherwise that poor IT guy is making shit money. Hey, municipalities sometimes have pretty low... um, Yeah, but Andy, you're you're an IT worker for the the municipality. Are you going to stay there if they're paying you an average over 10 years of $50,000? Probably not. You are going to GTFO. Yeah. You're going to go work for a software company that's going to pay you more. Um, so, like, I mean, Riviera and Lake City may be ahead of Key Biscayne on money. Now, that's for the first attack, right? Yeah. If a second attack comes, then Key Biscayne just got a better ROI. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Still, you know, when, um, yeah, Governor <laughs> Edwards has issued a state of emergency that will allow the National Guard to employ the cyber unit to come in and help restore technology and rebuild firewalls. It sounds so much cooler than it is. Sending in the cyber unit. Don't, don't, it's a guy in a polo. Right. Like, it's us. It's literally you. You are the cyber unit, Andy. God, that's what I should put on my business card <laughs> instead of cyber unit. I told you that, you know, every time I went to the, the state conference, my title kept on changing. Yeah. On my, my, you know, it started out just, you know, IT tech, and then it was network admin, and then I think the latest one, um, the, the not this year, but the previous year, was like IT <laughs> director of Michigan markets or something like that. Cool. And then, yeah. Finally, you that know. If only they all came with, like, financial increase. Yeah, I know. Yeah. R- radio standard operating procedure title rather than yeah. pay. Yeah. But, um. The latest time I was actually able to go into the system and edit my own title and I just put tech guy. <laughs> so my badge, you know, said Andy Lowe, tech guy. Tech guy. You should have made your badge be like Andy Lowe, they need better security on the badges. No, it was it was just part of I was finally able to go in and actually create my own profile in the system rather than having other people create it for me who oh, had no idea okay. what my actual title was. <laughs> I don't know, man. Director IT Operations, Michigan Market sounds pretty impressive. I know it does, but that I had the same job position as I did for yeah, I, IT technician. Yeah. My, my job has not changed. Tech guy. Tech guy. Tech guy is pretty good. Yes. We, I, was at the, uh, I was at the engineering committee for the MAB thing there and we were going through the list and people, you know, were talking about different job titles and like somebody's like, man, there's somebody on here who's just labeled tech guy. And I'm just like, mm. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, they just glance over at me. I'm like, what? It's true. <laughs> you guys, what? Hey, hey, I'm just making you guys look better. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just be honest with what we've got, right? Mm-hmm. Andy Lowe, tech guy. Tech guy. Uh, when if if and when I leave 
epic, a a kind of tradition, a habit that I've now heard about is that epic will kind of let you say whatever you want for what your role was, like within reason. I couldn't put down director of R&D. That that would be a a bad thing. But like, so I was thinking about different roles that I could put down. All right. Like, because my my official role, my title at work is trainer. Okay, so so I was thinking like um, headmaster. Headmaster? Yeah. No? No. Okay. Uh, educational educational guide. I don't know. I'll have to give it more thought. I thought you'd, you'd get a kick out of headmaster. No, that's that. Mm, no. <clears throat> okay, so I'm looking at... Um, sorry, I went on to Dice just to see what was in the area, job-wise. Yeah. And Uh-oh. I'm looking at this network engineer position... And one of their things says, strong familiarity with Microsoft Windows Server 2008. Well, do you have a, a good... I do have a good understanding of Microsoft Server of Server 2008, but my familiarity is the aspect of we need to upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that would be your first project. Yeah, nothing like having a server operating system that's over 10 years old. At least it's not server 2003. We had one of those still running that I wanted to get rid of for the longest time, and we're finally getting rid of it. Yeah, nothing like trying to jump from 2003 to 2016. It's a lot of things. It's a big jump. It's a big jump. That's that's a big jump. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I other... don't even know what I'd search for if I wanted to go and find jobs. I, I don't know. You depends on, you know... Are you planning on staying in the Madison area? I mean, if I were to if I were to leave the company, which is not something I'm thinking about, I want to make this clear. I love where I work. I'd probably want to move back to Ann Arbor. But then again, like, I don't know. I have a godson out here now. I have friends out here. I have a community out here. I have a house. I don't know. It's not something yeah, I need to worry about because yeah, it's not something that's going to happen. You would have to pick some sort of. It would. It would. You know. You, you would probably have to do some sort of teaching position. Would I? I mean, I've got a lot of experience at like project management at this point. That is true. Yes. What's the what's the what's the current project management certification that everybody's all about now? P- Six Sigma. Sick. That's what it is. But that's not the kind of project management I I've got. Ah. <clears throat> Um, okay. Wizards United. Yes, sure. What's up with Wizard United? Which, Outside which of sounds the fact... like a football team, now that I think about it. Doesn't it? Yeah, no. Playing playing against you know, Manchester United versus Wizard United. Right. Or or it's the uh it's the Ford Madison FC versus Harry Potter Wizards United. Uh it's it's actually Wizards United versus Pokemon Go. <laughs> which is not a anything. Anything versus Oof. Pokemon Go. Oof. Uh, so I will I will admit, I was wrong. I fully, fully expected Harry Potter Wizards United to be on par in popularity, in player count, and revenue as Pokemon Go. Nope. It's not even close. It's like 10%. Holy shit. For what it's worth, John Hankey was wrong, too, because he was making statements of like, oh, yeah, no, Harry Potter is an even bigger fan base than Pokemon does. Which, that is true. Harry Potter does have a huge fan base, but... They, they don't play games? No, like, they don't. P- 
Pokemon Go started as a game. As a series of games. Yes. Pokemon was a game. Pokemon was a game and then expanded out from that and brought, you know. And it, well, I mean, it, it started as like a media empire. It was a game, an anime, a card game, a manga. Yeah. So, you know, the, the switch from Pokemon <laughs> to Pokemon Go is not. Came naturally. Yeah, it's natural. Yeah. Harry Potter fans are not necessarily. They're very like, bookish. Yeah. They they read the books mm-hmm. or watched they read the, the movies. They read the they books and then the watched games. the movies. And they're they're not playing the games by a significant margin as compared to Pokemon Go fans, which is too bad. I'm I'm kind of sad to see that, but they made money, just mm-hmm. not a lot. First month of global Go. player spending for Harry Potter Wizards Unite was twelve million. First month of Pokemon Go, three hundred million. Yeah, and man, I still remember <clears throat> the first month of Pokemon Go. That was dark times. <laughs> First month, nothing. The first week, it was just when like traffic would crashes stop. and just oh, it was a rocky start for Pokemon Go. Yep. Now that said, Andy, yes, if you came out with a product, yes, and it earned twelve million dollars of revenue in the first month, I would consider that a success. Right. Let's put things in perspective. It's like the it, well, this is this is. I remember we talked about. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron, where, you know, the movie made a, a lot of money, a lot of money. And still some people did not consider it a success. It's like well, yeah. your scale, you know, yes, you're, okay. you're comparing against the wrong things, right? Yeah, you're, you're comparing it to, yes, you know, Avengers Ultron versus Avengers. Yeah. The two of them. Yes. You can, if you use that scale, <laughs> yes, it was not a success, but you know, Avengers Ultron versus I'm trying to think of what the was the emoji a, movie the emoji movie the um that shaft remake that came out yep you know the, the men in black international you know is that, that out yet yes that that, that was that that was out a while ago oh shit I meant to see that oops I'm seeing spider-man on Tuesday um I mean 12 million dollars is still the second highest for the like location-based gaming market for their first month yeah. It's just, it's not Pokemon Go. Yeah, Pokemon Go blows the scale out of the water. Yeah. So, I'm still playing it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I, I talked with uh, a friend of mine who, who pointed out that Pokemon Go is like Pokemon, right? It's it's a mostly single-player experience. But Harry Potter really focuses on those fortresses that like that's where the game is and if you can get a group of five people and go do a fortress and you can get a group of five people to reliably go and do like you can raid a fortress it's an mmo you spend the week grinding for ingredients and leveling up and then you go do a raid i yeah no i i (laughs) I've I've soloed some of the fortresses, which yeah, yep. it kind of reminds me of the times where I would solo raids and dungeons in WoW. Right. It's more fun if you do it with a group of people. Yes, you know, it is possible to do it by yourself. When you go to a raid in Pokemon Go, the raid is stand there and tap you don't you actually don't look at the phone. You you can talk to the other people and you can chat with them, but you're not actually doing anything on the phone other than tapping. In Wizards United, 
that that raid requires communication. It requires planning. It requires, hey, I've got this extra spell energy. Who needs it? Like, what's going on? Talk to me. Tell me where you're doing, what you're working on. Oh, sweet. Daily, sorry, I opened up my Harry Potter because I forgot I needed to log in to get the daily rewards. Yeah. Daily reward today was 1,000 XP. Yay. Nice. Have you gotten the three keys yet? No, that's, uh, is that tomorrow? Three keys, yeah. Yep, tomorrow's the three keys, which is good nice. because... There's the uh, next Brilliant event showing up next yep. week. Yep. Need the keys for that, and I need that gold, man. That hundred gold. It's around the corner. I actually spent money. Well, I spent Google funny Rewards. Money. I spent funny money on it. Because my potions were completely full. Yep. Which, mind you, my potions now again are completely, are completely full. full. Yeah. You, you want to know the trick of it? What? Spend your brain potions. I've got six of those left. Yeah, so so spend them. Well, like, yeah, I know. Start but, using them. It, well, yeah, but then I'm not going to use them and not do anything with them. You know, I used we we walked around the block last night to unlock a couple of my port keys, and I mm-hmm. used one then. Yeah, as Dave says I should use my uh, my brain potions. Well, not just like use them and then walk away from the game, but like. Use them even if you're not going to use the full half hour. Well, I know. Yeah, that's I do that normally when I uh, when I get into work in the morning because I have that in right across the street. So when I get into work in the yep. morning, it, my parking lot is pretty populated. Yeah, so you just pop the potion, do the stuff. And yeah, then... I pop the potion. I hit you know all the things around there, and I you know tap the in every five minutes. And yep. you know once <clears throat> once the parking lot is clear, that's when I go into work. Okay. Yeah, I've been throwing out like a lot of potions. Yeah, I've got. I need to, I, I need to brew potions. I've got the uh, wit potions that I've got a bunch of. Yeah. And I know, you know, once I get higher up in the fortress, I'm going to need those potions. But right now yep. it's. Yeah, I should not have brewed that potion. Yeah, I'm currently not brewing any potions <laughs> at the moment because if I do, I'm going to have to get rid of something else. And, you know, what, what what should I get rid of? A health potion? I feel bad getting yeah. rid of a health potion. Oh, see, I'm I'm teamed up with a magizoologist, so I just get rid of the health potions. Yeah, I. You know how much health that a professor can restore? How much? Four health every five seconds. That's not a lot of health. That's not a lot of health. Yeah. <clears throat> uh other topics. Yes. We we should get. We're probably getting towards the end of this. Um, yes, yes, we are. Oh. Oh, UK rules on loot boxes. Oh, what did the UK say? The gambling commissioner, or the gambling commission program director of the UK, states that um, FIFA packs and loot boxes are not gambling in the UK because there is no way to officially monetize them back into money. Uh, eBay says otherwise. (laughs) Yes. However, there are unauthorized third-party sites which buy and sell in-game content to enable it to be used as virtual currency. So, unofficially, yes, but... You know, the, um, you know. Did you see the TF2 topic that I posted since we're talking about loot boxes? Something about hats? Something about hats. Oh, actually something about hats? Actually something about hats. Wow. <laughs> I was you, were just, being, you were being facetious. I was. But it's actually like, something about hats. Okay. Um, Steam updated TF2 recently, and there's a glitch in it that is massively increasing the drop rate of what was called unusual drops. Oh, that's like the top tier drops. 
Yeah, so like the top tier things that used to sell for twenty five to forty four dollars, um, where where's the stat? There's a stat in here. They're they're now selling for like six. Uh, here, there's one. It was the the Dragonborn helmet. In a week, three of them had been sold in the marketplace. In one day after this glitch was discovered, one hundred twenty two of them were sold on the marketplace. <laughs> Uh, the economy is in shambles. This is the equivalent of, like, someone digging in their backyard and finding a gold mine. But not just, like, any gold mine. Like, let me rephrase it. This is the equivalent of us finding a solid gold asteroid and bringing it down to Earth and being like, well, the gold market just kind of collapsed. This is, by the way, why you don't want your, your currency on the gold standard. How many currencies are there that don't have, aren't based off, I know the U.S. isn't based off of a standard. Is or is not? Is not. You want to know how many currencies are not based on a standard anymore? Yeah. That depends. If a country's currency is tied to the U.S. dollar, is that tied to a standard? Well, no, because the the U.S. dollar is not actually based off of anything. Then almost all of them. Oh, okay. Uh, It's referred to as fiat money. As opposed to representative money. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm now looking at Steam games. I should stop that. <laughs> yeah. So, so there was a, there was an there was a bug in the update caused a high yeah, level I, of unusual drops. It, it hasn't been announced yet why this happened, but there there is a high number of drops now. And Trading, like, unboxing, and marketing for and marketing for TF2 will be down for a bit while we investigate the recent issue with unusual drops. Yeah, they they closed the market because the which I guess is probably what would happen, right? If all of a sudden the value of gold dropped to nothing, they'd be like, "Ah, oh, we're suspending the the uh, commodities markets." Well, there actually are. Um, <clears throat> I forgot which. St- I think it's the New York Stock Exchange. Actually, you know, not not apples to apples, but the New York Stock Exchange actually has built-in breaks now. To the stock market. So if the stock market is dropping, if it drops, you know, below a certain percentage after X amount of time, there yeah. is actually a freeze built into the system where it suspends all trading for X amount of hours. That's cool. Yeah, I, I read that. I'm like, well, that's a neat idea, <laughs> you know, to, to you know, f- stop the panic sell off is OK. You know, if it drops, if it suddenly drops, it's like, all right, hold on. We're going to stop trading. Everybody, you know, calm, calm, calm the F down. <laughs> Hang on. Let's let's talk about this. Figure out what's going. OK, so I, it's not on apples to apples, but it's a neat. I, you know, yeah. it's one of those neat yeah. things that there's it's in place now. Uh, the IRS sent out notifications to people who did heavy trading in cryptocurrency to remind them that income based on selling cryptocurrency is taxable. The IRS doesn't care how you make your money. They just want their cut, even if it's illegal. They just want their cut. Yep. They aren't going to report you. They aren't going to, like, say, that's, it's Al Capone, right? Like, yep. the IRS doesn't care. They just want the cut. You made money. Some of that goes to the government. Which, <clears throat> um, speaking of getting your cut, the uh, Equifax data breach from 2017. Oh, hey. Um, has now funded its, what do they call it, the Consumer... Restitution fund, I think, is what they are calling it. Okay. So, um, if you uh, were part, you know, if you had your data leaked due to the Equifax data breach, 
which you, are, you probably did. Which you probably did. Uh, you could be part of the class action settlement fund. And get 125 bucks or free credit monitoring from three different bureaus for four years. And if you spent money dealing with the breach or you spent time dealing with the breach, you can get refunded for that money and time. So, yes, if your data breach, if your data was lost due to, you know, a data breach at a credit monitoring service, you can get more credit monitoring or you can get $125. So I put a link on there because whatever money isn't used will go to the lawyers. Um, Yeah. So. So so go get your money. Go go get your money. probably did this. $125 because somebody screwed up. Yeah. Um... Discord, I, I can I just say, I really like their patch notes from time to time. So they just added server folders to categorize your servers. And so the first element, the first line in their patch notes in the we hear you category is server folders, followed by we are here for you as the next category. And it's got like, okay, we did this, we did this, overlay performance, we shredded uh, our CPU memory usage, cool, great. And the last one is fixed a bug where server folders didn't exist. <laughs> I like these people. Uh, we can actually talk about another software bug. Yeah. The Airbus A350. Yeah. Uh, has been out for a couple of years now. Produced 2010 till present. Um, and uh, two years ago, the European Union Aviation Safe- Safety Agency put out a notice to all Airbus A350 owners that hey guys um there's a software bug so um you need to do a hard reboot of your plane every 149 hours 149 hours yes so after 149 hours of your plane being on you have to shut the plane off and turn it back on again active continuous usage to be clear active continuous usage yes not like just Every 149 hours you have to do this, it's if the plane has been on for 149 hours. Yes, you need to turn it off and turn it back on again. Which is both hilarious and very troubling. Well, the fact is, what's more troubling is they put this original publication out in 2017, and then they had to put an update out saying, hey guys, you should probably update your systems because the newer versions of the software don't have to do this. But if you haven't updated your software, just a reminder, you need Do to turn this. your you need to turn your plane off and back on again every 149 hours. So now my question is, you know, if I'm flying an A A A350, I should I want to know if they've got the latest firmware or not. But I have a feeling if I ask the people on the plane, "Hey, are you running um Excuse me. Do you have mod one one two three one two or one one two three one three? You'd have to ask the plane techs who are sitting on the tarmac. Yes, not the planes themselves. No. Excuse me, guys. Do you have the embodied Airbus modifications installed on this plane? <laughs> Can I ask why you have not installed those modifications yet? When was the last oh, we're time? We're scheduled to do that next week. <laughs> when was the last time that this plane had a power cycle? Uh, I don't, I don't think that's going to be a thing, Andy. No, yeah, going up to the gate, lady, excuse me, I'd like to know when the last time this plane was power cycled. They yeah. probably look at you. I mean, the, the pilot probably knows. That's true. I'm sure it's on the checklist. Okay, 
Uh, I think we're probably at the end. Yes. Yes, we are. Okay, so, random review. Yeah. My review this week, I am reviewing the Little Caesars app and Pizza Portal. Okay. This is because you forgot your wallet, isn't it? Yes. So, I was, uh, uh, when, uh, at one time we wanted to order a pizza, um, uh, but, uh, Isaac doesn't like pepperoni on his pizza. He likes it cheese. Okay. So, I was gonna order a hot and ready with just half pepperoni. Um, so, uh, I saw a commercial on the TV. It says, hey, if you order a pizza through our app, if you put in this code, you get a free two liter. And I'm like, well, shoot, I'll take a free two liter. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I downloaded my information. I put it in the app. I, you know, designed my pizza and I put in the order for it. And, you know, 10 minutes later, I got a thing saying, hey, your pizza's ready at the pizza portal. You know, input code 385. So I, I drove to the Little Caesars down the road. I went into the cooler, grabbed a two liter, went up to the pizza portal, hit 385. The little pizza window opened. I pulled my pizza out and I walked out the door and that was it. Cool. So uh, that was still in my um, in my phone. And uh, yeah, I drove up to Holland and I had forgotten my wallet back in Kalamazoo. So I wasn't going to drive another hour back to grab my wallet, but I was hungry because it was lunchtime. So I opened up the Little Caesars app. I found the nearest Little Caesars. I ordered a hot and ready lunch combo. All my information was stored in the app. You know, 10 minutes later, I got a little thing popping up saying that my pizza was ready. Yep. I drove down the road to the Little Caesars, walked up to the pizza portal, hit my little three-digit code, the box opened, and it said, hey, don't forget to grab your 20-ouncer. I grabbed my box, I grabbed my 20-ouncer, and I walked out. All done. Nice. Very nice. Yes. No, this was... <laughs> so my pizza is, you know, in the little pizza, you know, warming oven, so it stays hot. The You know, I can build whatever pizza I want in the app, so I could get my Hawaiian pizza if I wanted to. But why would you want a, a Hawaiian pizza? Because I love Hawaiian pizza. There is I no, don't have a comment to that. There is nothing wrong with Hawaiian pizza. I, I don't have a comment for that. Keep going. That's fine. So yeah, so Little Caesars are, you know, ubiquitous around here. So, you know, if, if I ever have a problem and I lose my thing there, it, you know, it's super easy to, you know, select whatever pizza I want. And I just, I literally walk up there. I don't have to interact with anybody at all at the pizza store. They put my food in the thing. I walk up, I hit my code, I pull my food out, boom, done. Yep. But then you also need the Little Caesars app on your phone. Yes. But it's... It's a pretty, you know, straightforward app. It works great. So if you like Little Caesars, and like I said, there was every once in a while they give out codes for like free crazy bread or free uh, two liters with your order. So nothing wrong with, you know, free stuff. Yeah. So yes, if you have a Little Caesars nearby, I'd say try using the app because then, you know, you don't have to go in there and, you know, sit around and wait for your pizza to be made. You can just type up what pizza you want. When it's ready, they'll let you know, and you walk in, you walk out, all done. Okay. So, that cool. is, it's it's a pretty short review, but it's something I like, and I you know, will probably use it again in the future, because right. I actually like Little Caesar's Pizza. It's cheaper than I, food. It's cheaper than food. It's cheaper than food. I think that's, that's the best way to put it. Yeah. A Little Caesar's Pizza, it's cheaper than food. Yeah. Uh, random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. I rolled a one. So that's ran- not a high roll. Nope. What uh, does a one get us? A one gets us. Do you support Edward Snowden? Since last time we had, do you support Eric Snowden? Which was not the person he was trying to specify. Oh, he actually, he, he messed up that one. Yes. And then fixed it with, do you support Edward, Edward Snowden? Snowden? 
Okay. Uh, for for reminder, Snowden was the guy who w- worked at the NSA and then like leaked. He was he essentially was a whistleblower and and leaked stuff about the NSA's uh, stuff. Yes. I feel conflicted about that because you know a lot of those programs were things that were basically an agreement between the. <clears throat> intelligence agencies and telecommunication companies, you know, yep. which nobody agreed to, not, none of the consumers agreed to, but was just, you know, part of the setup. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I think in, in general principle, like, openness is better. I think maybe the way he went about doing it wasn't the best. It's so far removed. Like, this happened so long ago at this point. This was six years ago, right? It was in 2013. Yeah. Jeez, wow, it's been that long? Yeah. I mean, it really brought the NSA into the limelight, which they hated. (laughs) So it's not an organization that wants to be in the front. No, it's... The whole point of it is to be behind the scenes. Yes, with the unmarked glass box building that they're in. Yep. But, like, yeah... I well, there was the um, it was it was actually just recently in the news because I was listening to this on my way home one time where it was somebody either in the State Department or Department of Justice or something like that was talking about you know the the encryption things in you know modern communications things like Telegraph and you know WhatsApp where people are you know encoding things from start to finish where you know even if the prosecutor or somebody can actually get a subpoena and a warrant to actually access the data you literally can't because the stuff is secured from start to finish and unless you have you know the correct password you can't access it so you know can nefarious things be actually prosecuted due to the encryption and it's not possible granted you know the nsa was trying to basically to get in through the back channels without telling anybody they were doing right so, like, when they're building in back doors to your routers, like, that's not cool. No. So, yeah, it's the internet privacy versus national security debate, which is still going on. Yeah. You know, six just, just years kind of later. A bit. I, I think it was better for the world that it happened. I don't know if I support him. And it's that's a really weird thing to say, but, like, that's kind of where I'm at. <clears throat> yeah, I... I don't know, it, it, but it, yeah, it, 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 it you know after nine eleven did things kind of go too far, probably, but you know I don't know. It, hmm. All right, I think that's everything though. Yeah, that's uh, that's about it. All right, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>